I love the Oscars. I do. But, like, people don't care, and I care. <laughs> um, I've kind of stopped caring a little bit. Like, um, I haven't had uh, TV, like, regular right. cable TV. So I haven't seen them for the, for the past few years. But I would, like, watch... Um, the speeches of the folks I wanted to watch, mm-hmm. and if it was a good host, I would watch that. Like my favorite Oscars, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real honest right. here. I forget what year it was. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh, Jackman Hugh Jackman's Oscars. intro was good. Like sometimes I still sing it, and I think we're singing too much on this podcast, or else I would sing it again. No, you can't. The I Am Wolverine. I like that. The reader. No, it's I didn't. That's see the part the I reader. Always, yeah, I went down to the theater, but there, there was, was a, a line. line. People saying Iron Man a second time. Oh, it's so good. It was good. Whenever when they get Tina Fey, Amy Poehler to host them, one day it'll be amazing. Yeah, I don't think they're. Do you think they just don't like it, or is it just a lot of? Work? I think it's a lot so of work. I think it's a lot of pressure. It. I think they have two young. Each have two young children, so yeah. yeah. And then you know, I think it's just a lot of pressure of like, oh, it's gonna be amazing. Which of course it would be because they're amazing people, but. Uh, but they put the work in behind it, so. Yeah, exactly. Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Hello. Hola. <laughs> Bienvenidos. Welcome in. To the All My Movies podcast. I'm Erin. Oh, and I'm Mary. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and uh, we're here to talk about Sandra Bullock's movies, all of them, in all their mm. glory. And this week we're doing The Blind Side, because it's Oscar week! It is. So yeah, so we're doing The Blind Side this week, because this is what Sandra won her Oscar for. Yes. And she earned it, I say. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. She was great. The uh, Blind Side is obviously based on the true story football movie but not really about football i mean about football but not about football yeah it's not like it's not a big game movie yeah. i've never seen friday night lights but i imagine friday night lights is about um it's a small football team in texas yeah and then at the end there's like this big game yeah. and they either win it or they lose it yeah and like everything changes after that right um this movie is not like that no <laughs> it's not like your typical sports movie Definitely not. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised at that. Alert, I had never seen this movie before. I watched it for the first time last night. I'm I'm quite shocked I know. that that is the case. Well, because usually, like, during Oscar season, like, I usually, like, I make a solid effort of trying to watch every yeah. movie that's nominated for Best Picture. And this was, too, back in 2009. Um, and I didn't see it. And, like, I'm not great about watching impactful movies. You know what I mean? Like, ones with serious, like, I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave. I haven't, you know what I mean? Like, the serious, yeah. like, ones that you know, like, have a point <laughs> and not are just, like, <laughs> silly or goofy. And so I just. Or action heroes, be- yeah. Yes, because of my emotional problems of having emotions. Oh, my goodness. You're basically Sandra as Leanne Tui yeah. as Aaron Heinert. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't like emotions, so I try not to have them ever. Um, so I try to avoid this. Like, I just I just avoid movies like this, which is stupid, but 
What can so, you do? But you've seen Up? <laughs> I've seen Up. I have seen Up. Well, because that's tricky because you don't think that that's what it's going to be when you go watch oh, it. Oh, that's true. And then it's like the first five minutes and, and then you're it gets sobbing. you. And you're like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. So anyways. So uh, if you also have not seen this movie, here is the trailer. This holiday season. Do you have any place to stay tonight? Discover the incredible true story of Michael Orr. It is just for one night, right? Well, yeah. He started with nothing. Michael, do you want to stay here? And ended up achieving everything. It's all going to be okay. Wow! Sandra Bullock. SJ, you're going to want to get this. The Blind Side. So I had seen this movie. Um, I went to it in theaters with a few of my friends. Um... Back, back in the old college days. I even remember what I wore. I think we wow. took pictures. That's why I remember oh what I wore. <laughs> Too much detail? Yes, probably. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's okay. Um, this helps you make be a well-rounded character. Yes. Oh, also, I own it. But I don't in my... Uh, not in my defense. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's an Oscar one. You should not have to defend yourself against this one. Right. I, I don't watch it frequently. Like, I watch The Lake House every six months yeah <laughs> but the blind side it's sometimes if it's on tv i'll watch it mm-hmm. i don't know like my favorite movie based on a true story is andre which is oh about my gosh. so <laughs> it's just a longer like darker not eh, a little bit darker of a movie well it's just heavy like it's just a heavy yeah. topic and it's sad and it's like and I, we're gonna talk about this more but i mean like this is real life like you know what i mean like and um at the or end, is it, though, <laughs> I mean, it's no, you, it is real life. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, yeah. the his background story, and it's really sad. Like, I'm gonna jump to the end, guys. Like oh. at the end, when she is her like final little monologue, and she's mm-hmm. going through, and she saw in the paper that, and you know, this kid got shot in this yeah. neighborhood that Michael grew up in, and she was like, that could have been my son. It's very emotionally hard topic. Yeah. So, Mary, do you want to give us your Twitter summary? Sandy stars in The Blind Side, based on true story. Her family adopts a homeless boy with athletic potential. But were they playing the system? Mm. That was one part that I was kind of surprised about. Like, I, I was confused because the movie, the movie starts with, with the lawyer or NCAA official or something like that. Yeah. Like, talking to Michael. I'm like, do you understand the situation that you're in? Like, and he's just like, can I go? <laughs> And so yeah. you don't know if he's, like, in trouble with, like, the law or, like, I, I was confused at what as what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was interesting. And, I, I mean, they bring up a good point, um, you know, that the Tuies did all of this, that they yeah. recruited him to be this great football player so he could go to their alma mater, Ole Miss. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, at the end we can we can do that at the end of the plot. But what he said <laughs> back was really good, so. Yes, I wrote that down. Yeah, I, I liked this movie. It was my first time seeing it. I was nervous. Like, it's the same thing with space movies. I get really nervous when I watch space movies. Cause Question. I just, yeah. Have you seen Gravity? Yes. Okay. Interesting. See, I haven't seen that one. Mm. But continue. Also Academy Award winning. So, go yeah. Sandra. I just, because in space movies, like, I just, at any second, at any second... Something terrible, like one small little something could go terribly wrong, and then you are hurtling through space, George Clooney style. And I just, like, I'm, and I saw The Martian, and I was nervous the whole way through it, because I was like, Mm -hmm. until your feet are on the ground, very nervous. And so, like, I felt the same way with this, and and I knew how it ends. I know Michael Orr is this giant football superstar now, so I knew what was going to happen, but I was always just nervous that, like, 
something was going to happen with the people that he used to know. And it kind of does. You know what I mean? That they were going to take it away from him. I totally knew that the car crash was going to happen. I knew that that. But um, anyways, like you're just, you're just nervous. You're just nervous that something's going to go wrong or he's going to get hurt or, you know, feel hurt or you just feel sad or nervous right. the whole time. I liked it, Mary. What do you think? Yeah, I liked it. Um, it has that nice um, kind of inspirational undertones mm-hmm. through it. Like, work hard, succeed. Yeah, there's definitely some great lines. When the coach first finds out about Michael mm-hmm. and then uh, it goes to the board of the school to have them let him in, admit him. Yeah. There's the, you know, because they're a Windmore Christian school. Wind, sorry. Wingate Christian School, yeah. and so he turns around, and he looks at that word, and he's like, you see that word? Christian. You either do it, or we should just paint over it right now. If, like, this is why we shouldn't accept Michael because of football. We should accept Michael because we're a Christian institution. He's a good kid. He's just been passed along the system. Like, we can mm-hmm. give him his chance. Like, let's do this. Like, let's invest in this kid. Um, so stuff like that was really, it's just powerful. It's just powerful, and it just makes yeah. you think, you know, so many kids that do get just, like, pushed aside, and once they're out the door, you are right. done, and it's just... Like, they just get... I think one of the teachers on that admission board said it, like, really well, like, <clears throat> the teachers didn't have time and effort to deal yeah. with it, so they give him a D and mm-hmm. just pass him along to the next person, yeah. and so, like, he doesn't know how to read that well. Mm-hmm. He doesn't... Right. Well, he's just never expected to do anything, you know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. no one ever believed in him, and... Um, right. He writes from that part of town. Yeah, yeah. So um, he writes that great essay that the one teacher, the science teacher, finds, and it white mm-hmm. walls. And it's you know, what I mean? like they think that I'm stupid, and they think that I don't even understand what they're saying. I understand it, but no, you know, no one's ever asked me. I've never done homework before. I'm not going to start, you know. So mm-hmm. it was just, um, it was very interesting. It was good. So in the timeline of of Sandy's career. Yes, let's hear it. Oh, okay, so this movie <clears throat> came out in November 20th of 2009. Yes. And so in Sandy's career, 2009, she did three movies. We've already done The Proposal. So she did The Proposal first, and then she did All About Steve, and then she did The Blind Side. And then she mm-hmm. waited um, some time, and then in 2011, she came back and did Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, which was also kind of like another heavier, serious. I've also not seen yeah. that, again, for previous things that I said about <laughs> not having feelings. I haven't seen it either. I don't think it was... It wasn't a big release. I don't think it was. So when this came out, do you want to take a budget guess? I feel like that's a fun game. Can you guess the budget? Oh, the budget mm-hmm. on this one? Yeah. I'm going to guess 60 million. No, my goodness, no. Is it 40? 29. What? I know. I know. I know. I know. How is this one less? I don't know. I don't understand anything. So this was 29. My goodness, I'm really bad at movie budget guessing. Yeah. Because, I mean... I just, I mean, so Sandra obviously was your clear start, but Kathy Bates was in it, and Tim yeah. McGraw, and um, we, I'm going to talk about Tim McGraw's career in a little bit, but. What's the, the name of the girl? She was famous, Lily too. Collins. I, I yeah. think this was probably, she, she looks pretty young in this one. Yeah, this is maybe before she had, because wasn't yeah. she in, like, Mirror Mirror yeah. or something? Yeah, I think all that stuff um, like that. comes later. But, I mean, it had all the – and I don't know how that works, of, like, all those football coaches. Like, I don't know if you know this, but those were the real coaches, all those guys. I did not Lou know Holtz, that, but Nick I was Saban, wondering. All of those guys are the real deal guys. And so, like, I don't know how they get paid them or – I don't know how that all works. Yeah. But so when it first mm-hmm. came out, it made $34 million. Uh, like opening, opening weekend? Weekend. opening weekend, okay. it made $34 million. It opened at the number two spot. 
Do you want to take any oh, guess at all? I think all? I know. It was Twilight New Moon. It was the New Moon Saga. Yeah. Because yeah. I went to see that one that same weekend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which opened at $142 million. So, Oh, my goodness. Um, the other new movie out that week was Planet 51. Which I think was like a cartoon, weird thing. I think okay. about aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then overall, domestic gross was two hundred and fifty-six million dollars. Awesome. So did you look up Twilight New Moon's overall domestic gross? I did not. I do not care. I was just wondering if it was more. It probably was more. I'm gonna go with yes. <laughs> so we said that Tim McGraw was in this movie. Obviously, mm-hmm. Tim McGraw, known for being country, country singer, country superstar, married to Faith Hill. Yes. Um, but he has been in quite a few movies, which I, and I like him. Like, I think he does a good job. Yeah. Their marriage was like a good partnership and he was kind of like a base in her relation, in their relationship kind of thing. I, I was surprised. I kind of thought he was going to be in it a little bit more. You know, the only really scenes yeah. he really has with Michael is when they're trying to figure out what essay he should write, what his essay should be about. Mm-hmm. But he still did good. Um, his first movie, he was in Friday Night Lights in 2004, the movie. Um, and then he did Flicka, which I feel is a horse movie that's probably more what you think. would think of him to do. And he did Country Strong and all that. But Country yeah. Strong came later. Was, okay. I was – because, like, I like Country Strong. Yeah. That came a few years later after The Blind Side. <clears throat> okay. Um, and then he was also in Four Christmases in 08, <laughs> which is, like, a ridiculous movie with Vince Vaughn. Vaughn right? Yeah. And he plays, like, his hillbilly whatever yeah. brother. So that's that interesting. That one was weird. Uh, and then I was just curious. I looked up Quentin Aaron, who plays Michael Orr in this movie ton of stuff oh my gosh his list of credits is like crazy long and a lot of stuff in in a lot i know well he i mean it's not a lot of stuff that we would have seen i don't think it's a lot of tv shows and and things i hadn't heard of Mm -hmm. um but just a ton of stuff but not doctor who (laughs) not doctor who he's not in doctor who um so and then he had like a ton of credits for 2016 that were in post-production and that were completed so um and obviously nothing that i heard of because it's nothing's out yet so so I think for this movie, we're just going to do another quick plot. Because, again, I mean, there's really not a whole lot of plot. It's just it's more of a character story, and they're in a yeah. relationship um, mm-hmm. between Sandra and uh, Michael Orr. So basically, this movie is about a young boy, Michael Orr, who is from a hard, tough part of town. Uh, and through some circumstances, he ends up at this private Christian school, kind of by the good graces of a football coach who kind of persuades the board to let him in. But obviously, he's not done well in school. He's a D school D student at best, um, and so he's just he's struggling, uh, and he's he doesn't have any place to live. And one night, the Tuies are driving, and they see him walking, and he's cold and he's shivering. And Leanne just basically says, "Get in the car. You're coming home with us," and uh, and then and then makes it permanent, and then kind of adopts him as part of their family, and then make it legal and become his legal guardians and. Uh, see his potential as a protector and so obviously he's a very large boy and so they put him in football and kind of teach him uh teach him the game and the rules and 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 how to play it and how to be a great player and then so then obviously he's super great and so these coaches from all these different schools are interested in him and they want to recruit him and they come to his practice uh but the only caveat is to play NCAA football, he's got to get his grades up. So they get him a tutor, who is Kathy Bates, who is great. Uh, and he gets his grades up, and he graduates. Uh, and and then he decides to go to Ole Miss, is where, where the Tuies had gone. Uh, and that's kind of how the movie ends, him going to Ole Miss. Uh, so, yeah, and obviously he goes on, becomes an All-American, and now Michael Orr is a is a great football player who played in the – he's won a Super Bowl 
and then played in this year's Super Bowl. So that's kind of the movie, and that's kind of his life. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about what Michael Orr thinks of this movie and the impact it's had on his life. Um, but now let's just go back and kind of go through some of our favorite parts of the movie, some of the more defining parts that really stuck out to us. And uh, the first thing I wrote down was, like, she's got a great accent. She's got, like, this southern Memphis yeah. down. Like, it wasn't, like, over the top. It was, uh, like, I feel like her and Tim's voice, like, sounded, their accent sounded very normal, which that's probably normal Tim's speaking voice. So Right. <laughs> Tim, I don't think had to have an accent coach for this movie. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. So we see a little flashbacks of, like, his old life. Mm-hmm. And, There's always that really um, scary one where he's, like, really little. And, yeah, and child like protective and services are, like, putting him in a cop car and tearing him away from his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we learn his mother is does drugs mm-hmm. and just could not provide a very good home. So Sandra says, to become his legal guardians, like, we need her permission, right? And they're like, no, he's a ward of the state. You just signed some papers and you were good. And she just cannot believe that. Yeah. Um, that they would do that without telling his mom. So she does go and visit she finds his mom and that's a really like touching scene because like sandy's like some of her questions were like what would his last name be because they can't find michael or on lot uh, in their registries anymore which is so sad and she's like and the mom is just like oh i can't even remember his own like my son's father um Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it's really sad and then sandy has this um it's not a bit but she does this thing in the movie where she's like um she's very kindly like sits next to the mother and just holds her hand yeah because she's crying mm-hmm. and um she, uh, like sandy does ask like do you want to see him and the mom says no so like she gave yeah. her the chance that's sad it, it really mm-hmm. sad yeah and sandra faces a lot of i don't want to say adversity but just a lot of like flack jerks about it kind yeah. of and um, and I was curious, like, uh, the girl, Collins, she said something, you know, like, of, like, oh, it's just dumb kids at school saying yeah. stupid stuff. I can't imagine and, the I, you rumors know, she, that were going around there. Right? And I, and you feel bad for her, and, but she was great about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She, like, she told her mom, it's just stupid stuff kids say. Like, where else is he going to go? Like, no, he's staying here. He's my brother. Mm-hmm. And there's a great scene where she goes and is, like, sitting with her friends and then gets up and goes and sits with Michael instead. Yeah. Um, she's like, what? We studied together at home. What's the big deal? Stop looking mm-hmm. at me. <laughs> so that was yeah. sweet. Another and, um, similar scene is um, a couple times through the movie, you see Sandy have lunch with these, like, is it four or five ladies? Um, I think it's... They have, yeah. a, they have their expensive salads. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, like, I think one of them has this line, like, are you changing him or is he changing you? And that's... Or is it something along yeah. those lines? Well, she she says, you're changing that boy's life. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, no, he's changing mine. And mm-hmm. I think that's really true. Then, like, um, Yeah. Like, our, she's already a compassionate person. But she mm-hmm. just, like, acted on it in a, in a huge way. Yeah. And so, like, that was, like, one point where her friends seemed supportive. But, like, other times, like, some of them were just, like, super gross yeah. about it. I don't know. Like, the one girl was, like... What would your daddy say and stuff like yeah. that? And she's like, well, my dad's dead, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. I don't care what you all think. Like, right. this boy needs me. I need him. Like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And oh, and then there was a terrible comment about, and this is when Sand- afterwards Sandra goes talks to Collins. The one woman says, 
what about Collins? Like, she's a young teenage girl, and you just brought a large black boy into your home. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And just, like, implies things, and it's terrible. And then Sandra just, like, shame on you. Shame on you all. Yeah. I can get my expensive salad elsewhere, is what she says. Yeah. (laughs) Like, on my own. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just terrible. I'm sure they face so much just prejudice against them and stuff, um, which is just, like, terrible and hard to see still Mm -hmm. but so yeah her friends are awful but the rest of the family like takes it really well I mean not takes it but they just embrace it they Mm -hmm. embrace him as a family member um there's the great scene where it's Thanksgiving it's the first weekend that he's there with them and everyone is like running over to sit at the couch and Tim McGraw's like it's football it's Thanksgiving and they're just eating and Michael goes and takes his plate and goes sits at the table Mm -hmm. because you just feel like he's probably never really done that before and it's just he just portrays this very sweet boy and yeah. uh, and so Sandra turns off the TV, and then they all go sitting around the table. Mm-hmm. And have a proper Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So Sandy and uh, Tim. I was going to say McGraw. his character <laughs> name, Sean. But yeah. Uh, anyway, SJ, short for Sean Jr., he is this really funny kid. Um, yeah, he's great. There's one scene. It's like before um, they adopt Big Mike. Um, Big Mike's on the playground, and he's like, gonna say hi to these little girls who are swinging but he's not smiling he's just kind of like in the beginning he's kind of just like serious face like just going about his day just walking head down kind of thing mm-hmm. um and these little girls run away from him and sj comes it's up so sad. so sad sj comes up and gives him some advice like you gotta smile you gotta smile mm-hmm. then they'll know you're friendly yeah. and so later like he's pushing the girls and they're like giggling and like push me higher Mike. i know push that was higher. so, so cute, cute. Um, yeah. So, yeah, SJ is the comedic relief in this movie. He becomes mm-hmm. um, Michael's agent, in a way. He films <laughs> yeah. practices. Oh, my gosh. Those were great yes. scenes. And then he, like, makes this DVD. Oh, what was the name of the DVD? Like, The Terminator yeah. or something? Like, Michael or the... It was great. Like so, like, he designed a CD cover for this DVD. Um, a DVD cover, excuse me. And then, and he, like, sends it out to all the colleges. And it's really just from mm-hmm. the first game that you see it. Like, yeah. that he made I'm this sure, disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's had to be more on there, really, but... Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he helps Michael. They learn their plays by taking out every jar yeah. from the spice cabinet. That's great. And mm-hmm. they, like, play video games together. Um, yeah. I mean, just great so they just have a great bonding. friendship. Yeah. And it's such a funny, I mean, just the dichotomy of him, Mike, just being this big, giant guy. And then right. SJ is just this tiny little kid. Mm-hmm. And, He's a uh, and there's a really boy, cute yeah. scene when they're, Michael gets his driver's license and they buy him a pickup and, and they're driving around, going to go pick up a video game or something like that. And yep. they put a song on the radio and then they're just like rapping and singing and dancing mm-hmm. together. And it's super cute until he wrecks the truck, but whatever. Yes. And, um, but, yeah, so they just had a great relationship, and that was just really sweet to see and um, mm-hmm. things like that. I really enjoy the part um, where he's, like, is it deadlifting? Like, he's weight doing bench presses or something at, with SJ. Like, SJ is the weight. It's yeah. Like, that's yeah. hardly anything, but. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It probably weighs yeah. 50 pounds, but still. Super cute. It's yeah. cute. Uh, so then, so the practice is going on, and Michael just, like, is not getting it. Like, he's letting people go by, and the coach is, like, usually kids like him, like, all they have is aggression. All they want to do is beat people yeah. up. And he doesn't, you know. He'd rather look at balloons that are floating mm-hmm. in the sky. 
And so um, this is when Sandra comes onto the field yep. and gives him a little pep talk. <laughs> so she's down on the field and she grabs Michael and then she grabs the hmm, – this is how much I know about football. I think it was the quarterback. quarterback. And then – Grabs the quarterback. Okay. <laughs> um, grabs him and she's like, this is me. You protect me. So she like kind of labels the different positions on the field as like members of the family. So and then she like pulls mm-hmm. another kid over, just like grabs him by the helmet and like drags him over. I know. She likes like, there. you see this Oompa Loompa, you see yeah. SJ and stuff like that. Yep. He's your running back. You protect him. Yeah. She explained to it to Michael, like no yelling, just the facts like pretend this person is me pretend this person's sj like they're your family you protect them mm-hmm. and then like the next play they run yeah. uh, i think she says you can thank me later as she walks off the field to the coach and then the next mm-hmm. play they run it works out and like michael does what he should have done he's got it figured out of course so mm-hmm. and, and then the coach comes and sits down like what did you say and he's like it's later you can thank me <laughs> And they now he is a great yes. football player and, uh, and, you know, is getting recruited and everything like that. Before he can go to college, he needs mm-hmm. to get his grades up. And so they get him a tutor and, like, all the teachers are all on board because one of his things he couldn't read very well. So you see the teachers giving him his tests orally, yep. like, reading him the questions. And he slowly is getting better and getting mm-hmm. B's and A's and all that stuff. Um, except for one teacher, the literary teacher, is oh. giving him D's. And Sandra goes in there's like, can you not, why are you not on board here? Like, he needs a B. What is it going to take for him to get a B? And he's like, he's got to write this. He's got to do well on this essay. Mm -hmm. It's a third of the grade. He has to pick a book and write a paper about it. And him and Sue, Miss Sue, Kathy Bates, his tutor, trying to figure something out that he would work. And she's like, what about great expectations? You can relate to that. Pip was poor, got adopted by a rich family. Like, you Mm -hmm. could maybe do that. And um, he's not feeling it. And, uh. So Tim McGraw then like comes over and and I forget what the poem is. That uh, they something pick. about the light brigade, the yeah. charge of the light brigade. Yeah, something like that. Tennyson. Yeah, and then equates so that. So he to just football. starts quoting it. Yeah, yeah, like knows it from memory. The poems about these men who their leader make a mistake, but they follow him yep. anyway into battle and into death. Basically. Into their death. Yeah. And so then Michael writes this great um, essay that they read. And hold on, mm-hmm. I found a part of it here. And it's just about courage, and it's courage is a hard thing to figure. You have to, ha- you can have courage based on a dumb idea or mistake, but you're not supposed to question adults or your coach or your teacher because they make the rules. Maybe they know best, but maybe they don't. It all depends on who you are, where you come from. And so then he just goes on and on and on. And then I think, I think what the writer say- was saying, that you should hope for courage and try for honor, and maybe even pray that the people telling you what to do have some too. And, um, which, I mean, it was great. The whole thing in length was, was, was great what he wrote and said, and mm-hmm. cause it really spoke to him and his life and things like that. And then yeah. of course he gets his B and he graduates with the high enough, um, GPA to play the football. So yeah, Michael has a signing day and chooses to go to Ole Miss and his family is super excited and his tutor, Miss Sue is super excited. A little while later, um, uh sandy gets a call sorry i want to call her leanne sometimes you call her whatever you want to call her whatever you do is what shall be (laughs) (laughs) to quote a different (laughs) to quote a different sandy movie so sandy gets a call and it's the ncaa and they are questioning michael's choice they're wondering if it's his choice or if it's the twoies choice made for that they made for him to go to Ole Miss. Their thought is that if other big donating 
people from their NCAA schools realize, oh, we can adopt people with athletic potential and then basically like I don't know a long con or a deception and then basically helping their team do better in the long run they're questioning that and this really throws Michael for a loop he hates it he hates being asked all these questions because it's just this lady just like hounding him for hours it looks like so he runs away I think he does talk to Sandy a little bit like as he's exiting the building but then he runs away Uh, And he doesn't come back that night. So Sandy goes and looks for him the next day. And Sandy lets him know kind of another, like, a heart-to-heart moment. Like, did we do this to you? Like, kind of rethinking it. Like, they hadn't meant to do, to pressure him into anything. They just wanted what's best for him. And she basically encourages, like, you know what? You go to Tennessee. And tells him why. Even though she hates it. Yeah. Oh, she hates Tennessee. She hates Tennessee, the whole movie. And she's like, I will not wear that god-awful orange. Mm -hmm. But, (laughs) yeah. Oh, I think it's just such, like, why he took it so hard was just, like, basically the woman was saying that these people took you in to make sure that Old Miss had a good football team. You know what right. I mean? And not because they loved you or cared for mm-hmm. you or because it was the right thing. is because that they just wanted a good football team, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous. I, I don't think that was ever in their minds. You know <laughs> what I mean? But And then as he got better and doing things, I think they just got excited you know, that their son yeah. could go to Ole Miss. The next day, Michael goes back and talks to the interviewer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? You haven't asked me. <laughs> it's like, why I want to go to Ole Miss. And I wrote down his answer because it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's where my family goes to school. It's where they've always gone to school. So, yeah. And that's that's the movie and you cry. Oh, oh it's, it's so sweet. It is so, so sweet. sweet. It is such a good movie. Obviously, this is based on a true story. These are real people. and Mm -hmm. um, They have Facebook pages and followers. (laughs) They're Instagram. They're all real. Mm -hmm. And Michael Orr, like we said before, is a professional football player. And he has kind of said on multiple occasions how he does not like the movie. And I personally, like, if someone made a story about my life, like, I probably wouldn't like it either. Like, honestly, I mean, you have a Hollywood interpretation of – of your life and I and mm-hmm. I think he said that it's not accurate to him you know what I mean like you just in the whole movie he's a very kind of downcast kid he doesn't say a whole lot he's very sweet mm-hmm. you know what I mean like the ref flows, throws a flag at him one time and he picks up the flag and gives it back to the ref you know what I mean like just yeah. like sweet stuff like that he doesn't get mad doesn't get upset and I think Michael was just my, the real Michael Orr is just like I'm, I'm not some goofy dummy, you know what I mean? Right, like, like maybe just they didn't get my personality right yeah, kind of thing. I think so. And then he's also said that it's hurt his career because um, he got drafted by the Ravens, and obviously he got drafted before the movie came out, but the movie came out in his rookie season, and mm. I think people gave him a really hard time on it and just maybe weren't the nicest and made him feel bad about it because obviously it's a very personal, touching story. And, right. um, you know, I don't think you'd want a football locker room is not really the place for soft emotions, I don't think. Well, he said, you know, people don't look at offensive linemen. You know, they look at running backs and quarterbacks and we don't get noticed. He's like, which is fine, but not me. Like everyone looks at me because of that movie, because of that story. And they think that they know me without ever having met me. And he was like, oh. and then whenever we talk about it, you know, here we are talking about this movie and not about my football career, not about me. And so just this 
portrayal of what you think that I am. He moved to the Carolina Panthers and was in the Super Bowl this year. And uh, he says that it's a much better, more atmos- much better atmosphere now because, like, he said that this one, one of the players on his team, like, his favorite movie is The Blind Side and, like, loves The Blind Side. <laughs> and they, like, quote it to him and stuff like that. And, uh, nice. And he's like, it's, it's kind of better now that they that we all just kind of make fun of it together. It's not that big of an issue anymore. But I think that the Tuis, I mean, have liked it. And I think that they've obviously gotten a lot of notoriety for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and Mary, you asked me this question before we started, but I do think that they're, that they're still close. Like I really do think that they see him as their son and he sees them as kind of his parents. Um, There's always pictures of them at their, his games, hugging after the Super Bowl and things like that. And so, uh, I, 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 and I think he's still tight with SJ. I think that they're still buds. So good. Um, which I, I know I, I like it. I hope, you know, I hope that he goes to their house for Christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> and things like that. Do you want to talk about Oscars now? Yes. Who, who was the host that year? Was that Hugh Jackman year? I don't know. All I know from that year. Or was it I, Anne Hathaway? I, oh, and James Franco. Yeah. Gross. Gross. I don't know. I know that this was the year, because I watched the whole thing, where they had five people come up, and they each, like, said nice things about each actress and actor. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, Forrest Whitaker talked about Sandra. Oh, it was, okay, Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. Oh, okay. They were good, I think. I don't really remember. I'll say that they were good. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Sandra was up for an Oscar. She had mm-hmm. already won. She won the Golden Globe, and she won the SAG Award for this. Uh, wow. It was nominated for Best Picture. It did not win, though. Which I wonder what did win that year. The Hurt Locker. Oh, did Catherine you see that? Bigelow. No, I did not. Oh, I did. I I'm assuming it one. has too much heart. No, I don't know. It, or too it, much it, violence it, uh, for Mary. Uh, not violent. I mean, explosions. Every time mm. any there's a car, you get real. Again, it's the same thing. Like, I just get nervous. Which I think everyone does when they watch movies like that. So this was our girl's big moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Penn presents so her the when she I was won. so excited. I was so... Do you think we were watching this together? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would 100% agree with that. Don't you think? You don't? In no, I would 100% agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> no, I would 100% agree. Because this uh. would have been my senior year. Your junior yep, year. Yeah, my junior year. Uh, I'm sure I'm... we were drinking fake teenies. We like to have fake teenies, which is sparkling grape juice yep. with grapes instead of mm-hmm. like olives or onions and they're yes. called baked teenies and they're delicious they're so good yeah and eat them with uh crackers and cheese and they're great crackers and cheese and you should also be dressed up as your favorite hollywood mm-hmm. celebrity that's yes. what we used to do we would just dress up but mary would not dress up like we would do our hair and our mm-hmm. makeup and we put on a dress and then we would just sit in like our dorms living room basically yeah. um but mary uh would be the photographer she was yeah. the paparazzi as a paparazzi <laughs> So it was real oh cool. Oh my gosh, those are funny. We should try to, I'll, I'm going to look and try to find that picture and post it of us. Oh dear. Oh, it's good stuff. I think I did get my hair done. I just, I was wearing a sweater, <laughs> a sweatshirt. And I knew you blazer. had like a hat on. I don't think did it, th- this was, this was the year earlier. I think this was your oh. freshman year that I'm thinking, that I have a picture of. Gotcha. I don't remember what we would have done for my senior year, but um, yes, I'm sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember being super excited for her and super happy mm-hmm. when it announced that she won. And um. I basically have a little mini cast of Sandra's speech here. And so she goes through and she thanks the other women in her group. And she says something that Carrie Mulligan's talent makes her sick. You know, she was just like herself. She was a very funny, silly Sandra self. Yeah. And then she's like, I was, Meryl, you know how I feel about you and how you're such a good kisser. <laughs> 
I think they've really kissed funny. at like the Golden Globes or the SAG Awards or something, something. like that. Yeah, because because when Sandra gets up to go accept, she goes right to Meryl and looks like they're gonna kiss her, and Meryl like pushes her on stage. <laughs> and she th- she thanks moms who take care of babies and children that aren't theirs, and she was very sweet and thanked Helga B, her mom, for making her practice. Thanks her mom for showing her like what love is, and then you know she says, and because of that, I have that and she pointed to her husband at the time jesse james i don't know if we want to talk about Mm. him uh and then and Mm. this and her oscar um and and that was pretty much it and then the end and then she's like and so thank you all and thank you to my lover meryl streep (laughs) which is just hilarious like she's so cool Mm -hmm. i can't even how cool she is Mm -hmm. i think also to note like yeah where she's thanking the adoptive mothers like Mm -hmm. Didn't wasn't she in the process of adopting baby Louis? I at this think time? so. I I think it hadn't happened yet. I don't think it was. No, oh, I thought I they it was, hid it for a while. I think I because I think that she had him mm-hmm. while they were well. Her and Jesse James were still together, and then mm-hmm. I think after he, whatever happened, not talking about it. Um, then I think like a few months later, then it came out that she had a, a little son, Louis, that she had adopted. So very proud yeah. of her. She deserved mm-hmm. it. I mean, it was great. And I'm sure like this is not the last I'm out incredibly loud and extremely close or however those words go um, was a dramatic movie. And she's done a few others. And but then, you know, she's done the heat and and sillier things. So but I feel like her dramatic career is not over. I feel like she will come back. And you know what I mean? I think she has the potential to to win more awards. Yeah, totally. Especially, um, I think she's getting choosier about what part she's playing. I think so. Which I think is great, which I think she totally yeah. can. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. She's at that so. point in her career where she can do things that have the heart and, yeah. like, yeah, or just fun. Like, if she's mm-hmm. just looking to do a fun one, like mm-hmm. the proposal. Yeah. So, what do we call it? Fashion moment. Mary's fashion moment. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, in this movie, Sandy... Uh, is is Leanne Tui, who is a interior designer, mm-hmm. and so she's always wearing like high end designer clothes. She looks um, good. Lots of white, lots of Southern Belle, and lots um, of tight clothes. Lots of what? Tight, tight, very tight dresses. Yeah, and yep. Mm-hmm. And her hair's blonde in this movie. Mm-hmm. She has, <laughs> she does have her tight pants on. Um. So yeah, that's that's my main comment on that. And then um. Uh, Michael likes mm-hmm. to wear rugby shirts. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. When they go into the big and mm-hmm. tall, and she was like, is that what you want? That's the one that you like. Okay. Yeah. So they just buy him, like, five different rugby shirts, like, mm-hmm. yellow and black and green and black and stuff like that. And so. a blue one, yeah. It's yeah, great. Yeah, and then SJ makes fun of him a little later. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wear rugby beat. shirts. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so cute. So there's your fashion moment. Also, can Under Armour sponsor a movie? because like they were pretty heavily displayed yeah i don't know how again i don't know how movies are made so i'm sure <laughs> they could have something yeah because i remember watching this one movie i think it was either it was either thor or real steel it might be both mm-hmm. of them like dr pepper is just featured really heavily oh yeah oh yeah it's sure. weird so makes me want dr pepper i don't really like soda anymore i'm off it for lent <laughs> it like hurts my teeth Oh, I Things get like that, yeah. feel disgusting. I don't know what made me do this, but I was, like, going back through all my Twitter feed from the beginning it's, time. That's, a, like, a weird, trippy experience. I know. It's it so is. trippy. And I don't recommend it, but... Don't um, do it. But also, I was like, I'm real funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. I get that and way, then, too. And then there was one, though, that said something about, I don't care how disgusting it makes my teeth feel. I'm drinking this Coca-Cola. And then it was, like, hashtag London Olympics 2012. Because we have commemorative Whoa. cans. 
Yes. I feel like I have to drink the soda. Have do I have a small collection of them? Possibly. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she has them. I've seen them. <laughs> okay. So uh reviews from us. I think I'm oh, gonna give this I'm kind of I forgot teetering. this part. I know. I'm kind of teetering between four and four and a half. Um mm. Because, I mean, it, it was great. It was a good movie. I don't think I really mm-hmm. want to watch it again, though. I mean, just because of the feelings <laughs> and things that I don't like to exude. So I'm, I'm going to give it four blocks. I'm going to give it four offensive blocks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Yeah, again, I thought it was good. Uh, everyone in it was good. It's a moving story. Mm-hmm. High five. Good job, Sandra. I'm yeah. going to give this movie four and a half Ole Miss tumblers. <laughs> I guess there was only, like, one part where I was kind of just, I don't know. It was just this one part where I was like, mm, I wish they would have gone a different way here. It was when um, Sandy is questioning why they took in Michael, like, the night he doesn't come yeah. back. And yeah. I think they could have touched on their faith again because they brought it I up so, so many other times. And then they don't there. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was strange. On the whole, like, that's the one part I don't really like. Yeah. Like, I loved, I love the rest of it. So mm-hmm. four and a half. Oh, Miss Tumblers. Okay, so now that you've heard from us what we think, we're going to talk mm-hmm. uh, about what other people think with our Amazon reviews. So we've got um, a five-star marriage. you want to read the five-star? Yes, I do. Okay, this is titled A Cinderella Story, Football Style, by <laughs> D. Roberts on June 26, 2010. Every so often, a movie comes along that is well-deserving of all of the hype that is allocated to it. This is one such movie. In short, it ranks as one of the greatest sports movies ever made, not the least of which due to the fact that it is based on the true story of Michael Orr. At its core, this is a story that shows how a little bit of kindness can go a long way towards making the world a better place, even in the sadistic, twisted time in which we live. It's good to know that magnanimity has not entirely gone out of style. Acting-wise, this is one of the uh, most well-done films I've ever seen. There is not a single weak performance in the movie, and there are not too many movies I can say that about. The casting office came through with flying colors. Sandra Bullock's Oscar was well-deserved, and Quentin Aaron is perfect as a gentle giant with puppy dog eyes. (laughs) Very true, very accurate. Yeah. Whether you love Sandra Bullock or merely adore Sandra Bullock, <laughs> those are your options, folks. Yeah. Love or merely adore. This is a heartwarming movie that will stay with you forever. If, after watching this movie, you're not stirred in the least, I would highly recommend that you check your pulse to ensure that you still have one. So I'm going to do a two-star review because the one-star reviews were all about how the DVD didn't work. <laughs> oh, so we had to go. I know. no one, Everyone work. loves this movie so much. So... Here's a two-star review called Got Worse and Worse by Sam Clemens on April 27th, 2011. I gave this movie two stars only because it is supposedly based on a true story, so the director had some restraints. I watched it in two sessions. It started out as an intriguing story, and I was curious how Michael would end up. I'm guessing this person had no idea that he was a famous football player. In the middle, it became more and more predictable that he would become a football star, thanks totally to the coaching of Sandra Bullock and his annoying adopted kindergarten brother. Although a huge man, he had shown no inclination to or interest in football. I turned it off. Two days later, though, I thought, no, there will be a surprise twist coming, and it is supposed to be a great movie. So I hit start again. I think things you press play, but whatever. (laughs) Ugh. The plot became more and more predictably stupid as it went. The one possible redeeming moment was when Sandra Bullock asked, Michael, do you even want to play football? I was holding my breath, hoping against hope that he would say, no, not really, and move on to his own life goals. 
But no, he didn't even answer. Simply said, well, I'm pretty good at it. And it was straight down the trite Hollywood sewer after that. <laughs> Man. Yikes. Any other thoughts you want to say? Anything else you want to add about this movie? Oh, we forgot another SJ as comedic moment. Um, there's this great part when all the the actual coaches from these colleges are coming in and recruiting Michael. Uh, SJ is like on Michael's side, like sitting mm-hmm. in the chair next to him. And he's like, what can you do for me? <laughs> so like he could like run out with the coach onto the field at the game. Yeah. And for Tennessee, he could do the coin flip. I yeah. forget what Old Miss gave him to like up it. I forget, like running out and I don't yeah. know. But anyways, and at the end, they, when they do the montage, like, and SJ yeah. got everything he wanted mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, he was yes. funny. I liked him. Uh, well, thanks so much for taking some time to listen to us. We so appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. From now on, I think when we record these, we're going to tweet that we're recording them. And then if you have, and what movie we're doing. And then if you have any questions or any thoughts about that movie, tweet at us. Yeah. And we'll, at the end of the show, we'll look at our Twitter and see if anything mm-hmm. has happened. I'll we double check today. that right now. <laughs> We're double checking. I don't think anyone has, but that's okay. You didn't know, uh, but now you right. do. So next time, um, log on and 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 uh, and yeah. Nothing. So nothing. dang it, people! Oh come on! <laughs> We're fun. We're fun people. We just want to talk to you. Be our friends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing that is new, so currently you can find this on iTunes or on your podcast app on your iPhone. And we're also on SoundCloud if you search all my movies. Or you can go to our blog also and click on that and that'll take you to SoundCloud. And so we're at allmymoviespodcast.wordpress.com if you want to yep. check us out there. And then the new thing is that we're on Stitcher. So it's Radio On Demand. It's an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows Plus, discover from 20,000 news, entertainment, and sports shows. You can download it for free today. Um, so, yeah, it's available on the App Store, and it's available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. So get downloading it so you can listen yeah. to us. Okay, and if you want to email All My Movies Podcast, you can do that too. All My mm-hmm. Movies Podcast at gmail.com and tweets at All My Movies Show. And here are your final thoughts straight from the poster. Based on the extraordinary true story... <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that they had <laughs> and look what would what would we put on this movie oh my poster? gosh maybe we that's what we should think the blind side protect this house and protect then it's just an under armor symbol <laughs> protect your mama so then oh i know you could um i forgot to mention that at the end of the credits there's a tim mcgraw song of course i mean everyone was expecting it but it's southern voice mm-hmm so. I don't think that's a good tagline for the movie. No, it's not at all. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Fits. Give us something to work with here. What's another song of it? What's his song? I went, Skydive. Um, live Like You Were Dying. Live that's Like You terrible. Were Dying. I'm not putting that. Maybe it could be something about, like, courage and hope. A true leader. Oh, or yeah. Yeah. Like overcome adversity. Something more positive from and uplifting. From his essay? Yeah, from his essay. Yeah. That could be good. Or, mm. or just... Mike Lore, like the paddle. <laughs> like the paddle. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Stamp. Boom. Done. Add that. Okay. Write that on your movie poster at the mm-hmm. bottom in Sharpie. Yes. <laughs> Just, yes. I'll get right on that.
thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show.